The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, this is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Hello, Las Vegas. Good morning. How it's you Saturday. doing? Good it's morning. Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Uh, 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 <laughs> yes, good morning. Good morning, Las Vegas. It's a beautiful Saturday morning, and we're so happy to be here with you. Oh, How you doing, I, Leah? I am. You want to know what I was reading this week, Rhonda? Um, I know Governor Sisolak got some 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 flack about what he said, but Vegas is about to open. Can, girl, okay, so side note about before we get into businesses. <laughs> trying to get a rental car this weekend. Mm. Impossible. I'm like, okay, so can somebody tell me what's going on? In, uh, what's, what's going on in Vegas? But I am so happy there are people here. People are getting out and about. People are getting vac- vaccinated. It feels good to be in a city to be able to go out, I mean, just a little bit and just get some fresh air. And, and to see the people, the happy, smiling faces, all in masks. But the happy, smiling faces. Vegas is open. Vegas is open and people are visiting us and it's a beautiful sight to see. The airport is packed. I, uh, <laughs> the airport, airport, airport is, is People are coming. You say the natives are restless, man. The people are coming back. People have been in the house for a year with their wife, husbands, kids, grandmas, grammies, and everybody. And now it's time for a break. So Vegas is the perfect place to just hop on a plane and come and see some different scenery and have some fun. So we welcome all of the people from out of town who are visiting with us. Thank you so much for coming to Las Vegas. We missed you. We missed you. (laughs) We missed you. (laughs) We missed you. All right, so quick update. Taxes. So the new tax filing deadline is May 17th. Wasn't this weekend, which this week, which was good. Um, Still filing extensions, still being responsible. And just want you to know, if you are not ready to file, it doesn't give you an extension to pay, just an extension to file till October. File your extension. Um, that's just the thing. Just file your extension if you're not ready yet. If you are ready, 702-382-5737. We're filing them, getting them done. Office is busy. I'm busy. And just trying to stay focused. One person at a time. Just, just get them done. Get them done. Get them done. Get it get it moving. To all you small businesses, especially you independent contractors and sole proprietors, you should consider getting your taxes done. I've spoken with a lot of independent contractors that have not done their taxes 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. You need to get your taxes done. 702-382-5737. I'm going to come up with a jingle. 702-382-5737. And the reason why this is important is because now, for you sole proprietors and small business owners and independent contractors, PPP is available to you. But you have to have your 2019 taxes done to apply. That, those are one of the things they're looking at. And if you are a small business and a sole proprietor or independent contractor and you, you, you tried to get the PPP last year and you weren't able to, well, this year the rules have changed. So if you have a positive line 7 on your Schedule C or a positive line 31, 
you're fine. Right. So what they were in other words, if you had a loss, you can still apply. Last year, the rule said if you had a loss on your Schedule C, you couldn't apply. Now they're looking at your gross receipts. They were talking about gross receipts, net receipts. Now they're looking at gross receipts. 702-382-5737. I really can't impress upon you. The money is out there and if you and you're able to get it, you're able to get it. If you haven't barbers, if you haven't beauty beauticians, if um nail techs, service industry people, because those are the people most of that that do your schedule C's. And if you haven't done the schedule C right now is the time to go ahead, get it in order. You can go ahead and apply for the PPP because it's it's a grant. If you use the funds the way you're supposed to, it turns into a grant. And if you don't, it's a one percent loan. And I know Certain industries did suffer a lot during this pandemic because even even the salons now, if you don't have an appointment, you can't come in. And it's like, uh, you know, you it's, you used to just be able to walk up and get your nails done. You felt like getting your nails done. You went to the nail salon in the morning, got your nails done. Now you have to make an appointment for most. Well, you have to make an appointment in order to go to the salon to get, you know, your nails done, your hair done, um, all the personal services, which is a good thing for them because they can plan better. But I mean, guys, they suffered because they couldn't. They they did not work. Mm-hmm. They did not work when we were shut down at all. I mean, it was no. They didn't want to touch people, and even now with the mask and everything else. So, encourage you. I mean, if you're listening, if you go to the barbershop, go to the beauty salon, just simply ask. You know, did you get those PPP funds? Because those funds are out there and available for them. And they are eligible to get them. And for small businesses, like I've said time and time again, COVID-19 was a wake-up call for anybody that does not have their business paperwork in order. You have to have your information in order to receive the blessings. You have to have your paperwork in order. Paperwork, documentation, paperwork, documentation, documentation, because you need the documentation to get the money. After you spend said funds, you need the documentation to show them how you spent the money documentation just if you do what you what if you spend the money how you're supposed to you keep the paperwork the money's forgivable you got a grant you got just monies to be able to to make it through you know did a client we client came in and we had to clean up his stuff and he was able to get ppp and we're planning to plan you know to file i mean to apply for idle you know because that's still open until december 31st but to get the funds because the money is there the money is there and the money is useful. If I see businesses, I have some clients that are using the monies um, and their businesses are still open. You know, even though they're working at a limited capacity, it's that they're not stressed out about it because they know they have the funds available to be able to maintain, to stay open until we get back to 100 percent. But That's they're right. using the money. You know, they're making sure bills are paid, making sure, you know, their employees are paid, making sure, you know, just keeping people employed. Nothing I want to talk about is because the um the unemployment, the unemployment. I just want to put this out there, guys. Uh, unemployment. People are still applying for unemployment, and you just need to, you know, just just be just just be careful and be wary. But I just want to let people know about the process because I had a client who someone had filed in their name for a, a, an unemployment claim. But what they didn't realize is when you file an unemployment claim, they contact that employer mm-hmm. and ask them what was the reason for the termination because the employer gets to contest your employment. Mm-hmm. And for my clients, a lot of the forms come to my office and we're, you know, we read through them and we always contact the employer. Okay, so you let go of such and such, you let go of such and such. And for this one client, he's like, How did I apply for how did I apply for unemployment in my name and my company and I'm still working? 
Wow. You know, so we had to basically send to um, send the form back and let them know, you know, that this is a fraudulent claim. Don't pay this claim. And I, I can't express it enough. This COVID pandemic is not a lick. It's not. It's not because people are truly suffering. I know some people that really needed their unemployment um, and are having issues getting it. And some that haven't worked and are getting, I mean, it's, it's this is not a lick. It's not. And, and it's for not. people who are receiving PUA for your independent contractors and gear workers that are still receiving PUA because your business, you know, has not prospered or opened back up. They are now doing a check to make sure you are who you say you are. And they're using uh, ID.me. They partner with ID.me to do a check to make sure that you are who you say you are. Because unfortunately, last year, there were lots of people that got monies that weren't supposed to. There were lots of people that was using other people's names and social security numbers and weren't supposed to. And now they're putting a halt to that. I think uh, California is one of the biggest states where they had a big, big, big problem with fraud in regarding unemployment. And Nevada was probably about second. Well, the thing about it is what I can say is I know. And um, kudos to the staff at um, Dieter um, at the unemployment offices because they are following up and following through. I know I've had several conversations with them about certain clients of mine and talking about which claims were valid, which claims were not valid. Um, and I can't, I can't tell you this is this is not this is not that because people are really hurting. People are truly hurting. Um, and even with, I watch even with PPP, just they're asking a little bit more, just a little bit, just a little bit more questions. Um, and I know when funds are going into the bank accounts, guys, and I know our listeners aren't doing this, but when you open up a business bank account, they ask you different questions from what they, when you open up a personal bank account. That's correct. Okay. And it's designated as a business bank account. That's correct. Okay. Now, if you are a, hairstylist and they see or barber and I, I use that industry because I'm, I'm, I'm really familiar with that industry if you're getting the online payments they see the payments coming into your bank account even if even if it is a personal account you have a history with the bank so they they kind of know what you're doing and if your funds come in there and it don't match it don't make sense that's where you know that's that sends up the red flag and but if it makes sense because they know you are you know you're you got money coming in. People are doing Zelle now. They're doing Cash App. Funds have to go somewhere. They're going into a bank account. They see you doing this. I mean, apply for the funds because you are eligible to get them. You might need to do your tax returns, but then let's just do the tax returns. Yes. Get those tax returns done. Go ahead and get the funds. And like Rhonda said, COVID-19 was a wake-up call. Just handle your business. If you owe the IRS or you owe another state agency, it's not a bad thing. Let's just plan on how you're going to pay the bill. Exactly. If you if you haven't filed your taxes because you believe you owe the IRS, listen, you can't be scared. You have to file those taxes and work out a payment plan. They are very child, easy to work with. Well, the with. thing about it is, I remember, I know this Bible quote, they talk about, you know, when you were a child, you did childish things. But when you, you know when you grow up, became a man, you adult. Adults pay taxes. That's what they do. Adult. I mean, I, my mother used to tell us all the time, you know, do you, don't, don't rush to be grown. And I didn't understand it. I understand it now. Well, that's what they mean. Yeah, that's what they mean. Because when you're an adult, and but 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 you budgeting, you plan differently, right? You do. So if I know running payroll, small businesses, you know, when you're running payroll, you give the IRS a paycheck every time you run payroll. That's correct. Get the IRS a paycheck. So, 
you know, at first it, it was it was baptism by fire and entrepreneurs know I baptism by fire. Me writing paychecks. I love to get the paychecks to the people because they all happy. But then you want to know what I love to get a paycheck to the IRS, because that means that I employed some people. We're paying into Social Security. We're paying the federal taxes. We're paying our modified business tax. We're paying our unemployment tax. We're doing the things that we need to do. But I budget and put that in my plan because I budget my stuff based off of how much money I need to make, mm -hmm. how much money I want to make. So I understand my pricing and everything else and being a business, a small business owner. And a lot of times the small business owners, we don't do what the bigger companies do because right, because they got all these people that's going to tell you, uh, you got to do this and you got to have this rate of you know, return on your investment and you need to build this much because this is what the, the, you know, all the fees you have to pay. S small business owners, I know it's a lot, but what we do is we help you think through that. So let's let, let's talk about it. How much money do you want to earn? And then let's back up in how much money you should be charging, how many clients you have, how many customers you have to go out there and reach in order for you to get said return after you pay all your bills, mm -hmm. after you pay all your bills. And those are the conversations and they're hard conversations at first. Until they get routine. It's like doing a monthly budget. At mm -hmm. first, it might be a little bit hard. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But after about the fourth or fifth month and you start to see how your money is flowing and you understand, okay, so I can still live my life. I can still invest. I can still, you know, buy the car that I want. I can still live in a house that I want to live. You know, I can do these things. All I have to do, plan it, do it, review it, plan again, do it, review it playing again and it's like an ongoing process that you're doing this dance every month but if you want to be successful this is the dance that you have to be in in order to be successful that's correct you know and if you owe the irs I'm, honestly the payment plan it works because guess what if you are in a said payment plan with the irs had a client do this he was in a payment plan with the irs he paid the irs seven hundred dollars a month the bill was crazy seven hundred dollars a month after he finished paying the IRS, he had already learned how to live his life without the $700. Right. So now we started doing something else with the money. Okay, so now let's go ahead and, and learn about the stock market. Let's learn about what you can invest in because you're already not spending the money. Right. But now let's do something else with it. And it was like now he no longer has the tax bill. Um, filing his, again, he had to get beat up. Filing his income tax returns regularly every year. So now, okay, now let's go file taxes. Changes his deductions and working with his business to make sure that his deductions were enough to cover the income that he was making from his business. But that was all in the plan, right? And when we did it like that, it was like he was running his business, you know, income expenses, getting his paycheck, work, paycheck, business. After about two years, figured out what the deductions needed to be, tax bill paid, because he took it out as deduction, so he didn't have to worry about that. Paid off the past liability. It took us about maybe five to six years. Because let me let you know, it's not a it's not a quick fix, but it is something that if you are diligent and you work on it, life changes. Right. Life changes, and now he's noticing because he's paying attention to the numbers, he's just a little bit more frugal. Mm -hmm. He's understanding how he spends his money. He plans mm -hmm. to spend. So he's not just up and going on a trip. Trip is planned. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he, then he does have said funds set aside. We came up with a little little schematic. Mm -hmm. You know, you got 50% here, 20%, you know, little schematic. And start just working the plan. Mm -hmm. Started reviewing it. Didn't work and kept working it and kept working it. And we knew what his number was. Mm -hmm. What his number was. And... We're going to reach that number. And we'll probably reach that number by the time he's 60. So he's done. Mm -hmm. Retired. I'm done. And have other clients 
following the same thing. Had another client come in, Rhonda, and this was this was honestly, client came in the office. He and his wife, um, she had a bunch of debt, and he was, I mean, just flustered. Didn't know what to do renting, um, and I'm like, look here, I, Greg Deville, I mean, with the real estate, just talking about how do you build wealth. Well, one way is buying a house. Stop renting, buy a house. And he was like, I didn't didn't know the process to even purchase a home. And for me, I was like, okay, so you don't know the you you don't know the process. He was like, no. They had no idea about credit mm-hmm. or how important it was just to pay your bills on time. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you pay the $20 monthly payment, just pay it on time. And, and as entrepreneurs, sometimes money is not flowing. Right. But you always want to make that month, you know, that that minimum monthly payment until you get to the point where you don't where credit is not your concern. Mm-hmm. But just some little simple things. He started to budget, started to pay his bills on time. So year number one, he comes back. They got money saved. Mm-hmm. OK. Year number two, wife's debt is gone. Mm-hmm. Purchase house. This year, they're talking about starting a business. The business is probably going net, you know, not a lot of money, but it was, oh, my God. Now my passive income can surpass my working income. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I possibly can quit my job. But it was planning it. It was doing it. It was reviewing it. It was being an adult. Correct. Being an adult and not being not being scared. And as I'm watching his confidence, because were, were there challenges? Anybody that has purchased a home, we know it is not the easy. You don't just walk in and they just hand you the house. So nope. it's not like you buy, buying some shoes. No, you're not. It's not. It's not like you're <laughs> buying some shoes. It is a process, right? And then depending on who you're around, you know, some people, well, you want, they're renters and they're, they're, and they're forever renters. I'm not, I'm, I need those people because I plan to be a, you know, a multi-unit, I'm going to need them. But depending on the people you're around and in the conversation, they can encourage you or discourage you. Mm-hmm. And I like to be around people that encourage, like for me, I need everybody, everybody around me. Look here, we all need to be homeowners. Mm-hmm. Homeowners, got it? Um, plural, because we need to own multiple homes. We can have a first house and a second home, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to be working on how do we build the generational wealth. And it's by doing things consistently over time, but it's handling your business. That's right. And being around people, having partners in what you do. So for me, with my clients in preparing taxes, I'm your partner in this. Right. I'm your partner in this. And I'm, a, I'm your partner in this because you're going to have some questions about maybe if, you, if you're working, the new W-4 form is a little bit different than what it was before. How do, how do you complete that to make sure that you are covering your tax liability during the year? If you owe, what's the plan and how do we budget to make sure that you are paying your bill? If you are self-employed now, especially with PPP funds and stuff like that, let's get those Schedule C's filed. You know, if we have to amend some returns or file some returns, let's get that filed. So you can go ahead and get those funds because that also can help and help you to change your life. Then when you get the money, when you get the money, do what you're supposed to do with the money. That's correct. And if you are an independent contractor or sole proprietor and you actually have done your 2019 taxes, but you have not applied for PPP, there is a particular bank that you can apply for PPP with. And not only will you get PPP number one that was issued last year, you would get PPP number two that was issued this year. And when they put the number up there, don't get shocked because I know one person. It's like, oh, I was like, yeah, that's what we're going to do, right? <laughs> you know, but it's 
The thing about, I guess I get a joy in my eyes watching people make their dream a reality of being an entrepreneur. Because it's not, I mean, because making the decision is one thing. Actually doing it is something else. And I guess, Rhonda, we've been doing it for so long that it's, I mean, it's, I don't know, I don't know how I would have, I don't, I don't know if I would be good at a job. I have been an entrepreneur for a very long time, but for a long time I worked in corporate America and had a business on the side. Okay. So I worked for corporate America and that was great, but then I had my fun business, things that I like to do on the side, and I've always done that for a very long time. Well, I did that for a very long time. Now I'm strictly entrepreneur. Whatever I kill, I eat. And that's that's what it is. And see, I've been an entrepreneur now for it's been it's been this round has been 15, 16, 15, 16. That's years. a blessing. It's been, yeah. I, I, was adding, I was adding it up yesterday. It's been about 15 years. And I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, I enjoy the, um, I like, for me, it was time. Mm-hmm. And I necessarily couldn't, having young children and being a single parent, you need flexibility To know that, okay, don't schedule me during this time because I don't know what I don't know what I need to do. You know, being able to pick them up from school, take them to school, spend that time with them, um, do different things. You know, I I, for a long time, I worked from midnight to four. Mm -hmm. That's when I got my best hours to get work done. Um, And I would go to bed at seven Mm o'clock. So it was I mean, I love the the time freedom in order and and not being pegged to just this clock, Mm -hmm. just this clock. And. I love doing what I do. Love doing what I do. So, yeah. It, it, for, for everyone out there listening, whether you work for corporate America or whether you work for yourself, you should love what you do. You should love what you do. Because it makes it so much easier to get up and go to work or to work on a project if you love what you do. If, if you love what if you if because if, if, then it's not going to work. Right. Then but if you're in a position because you have to be a responsible adult, because sometimes responsible adults have to do jobs they don't want to do because they have to take care of their families. We understand that. But at some point, you have to get to doing what you love. Or you have to figure, the thing is figuring out, and I know um, I was watching another um, show with um, some gentlemen, and they were talking about, you know, loving what, you, you know, you reading this, 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 reaching this glass ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. And realizing that you want more. And wanting more could be like education. So say you are a plumber, you work for somebody, but you, I mean, well, some people, don't want to be entrepreneurs. That's right. not what their dream is. They right. want to be, you know, they want to go somewhere. They want to go somewhere. Know that they get a paycheck every other week, every week. But I mean, and that works for you. Right. I know for me, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I broke out in hives. The last job I had, I broke out in hives. And I was like, okay, so guess, okay, so I guess I need to be an entrepreneur. It. This works for me. I love it. I love the, the flexibility. I love being able to help people mm-hmm. and to create the environment that I want to work in. Mm-hmm. You know, the, a culture that I want to work in, a culture that's warm, inviting, because I deal with a very hard topic. Right. Um, and because when, I, when, when, I, when you come in my office and I tell you that you owe the IRS... 150,000. I got to say it with a straight face. Mm-hmm. And then be there and be consoling because people, you know, people go through emotions mm-hmm. when they first hear that number, you know. Um, and I watch them and just to be there and, and work through it with them. And personal professional development has been huge because I not have a blank face, but a warm, inviting face like, okay, how do we work through this? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't benefit the IRS for you to shut down. Right. 
right? And it's not going to benefit you to shut down. Right. And if you owe this amount of money, you made some money somewhere. Right. You made some money somewhere. So what did you do with the money? And I don't want to place blame, but then let's look at doing something a little bit different. Right. So that we can see the fruits of our labor. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a lot, but more I love helping people. And Rhonda and I have been assisting people through with these PPPs, the idols, helping them understand the importance of doing their paperwork, assisting them, you know, just, you know, looking at your bank statement, Mm -hmm. looking at your bank account, um, knowing, seeing how you spent your money. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know when I come in my office and people, they get weird, you know, they, I got to give you my bank statement. Yeah, I don't care about how you spent your money, but I want to show you. With what you're doing. Now, if you like nice things, because we like nice things, mm-hmm. plan for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, uh, you know, I'm going out and splurge. No, let's plan for it. Right. You know, let's know how much money we have. Let's know how much money we can spend. Mm-hmm. And That's let's true. plan for it. That's true. And so for you small businesses that received Idol last year, and maybe you're not back up to 100%, um, the uh, SBA is offering you some additional funds. So you will get an a, a email from the SBA. And they already started coming. And they already started coming they saying, hey, coming. do you need any more money? We, You may or may not be back up to work full time, but we can extend your we can send more credit to you if you need it. Also, they're doing if you didn't get that ten thousand dollar grant initially. And with that app, with that, it's a little they're asking for a little bit more information because they want to know monthly how much money you earned in 2019, how much money you earned in 2020 and what you earned in 2021 through. I think it's through March right That's now. That's correct. And don't if you 702-382-5737 is what I can tell you. It was very simple, very simple. And um, don't get overwhelmed because you don't know how to answer the question. Get some guidance on how to answer the question. But what they're looking for, especially with that one, and I look at it, it's a $10,000 grant. It is a grant. It comes out as a grant. So I know initially if you, um, they said it was $10,000, then they based it off the number of employees you had. So everybody didn't get $10,000. They're going through the records and seeing who did and who didn't. So basically, if they gave you $2,000 or $3,000, they're going to give you the balance the of balance that of the to, money. to make you have a whole $10,000. Yep. So please check your emails, uh, check people, because I had a, a client that had missed the email. He, had, he hadn't even checked his emails, and the email, email had been sitting there, and they gave him a deadline. And it just so happened, I called him that day and made him look, and the deadline was that day and that's huge i mean cause that, well, and that's the other thing though because i know because you know ron i'm bad at checking email you know i'm bad i know you're horrible you know i'm horrible checking you know call me call, if you send me an email call me <laughs> send me an email or text me because i am better at responding to text messages that's than correct. i am at responding to emails that's correct and check your junk email box people. check your junk email because box because i know last year when 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 people applied for idol and the sba was trying to communicate with people people were like well we never heard from them because you never checked, checked your, your junk email. email box because it was sitting in your junk it was email your, box and on, and they did have I, I i don't remember the expiration date because i i the email and no but know what email you gave them right <laughs> that's yeah. the other thing cuz a lot of us have multiple emails right know what email you gave them and just check I, I put it on my phone. It automatically comes up. I made it important. SBA, I, whenever that email hits, I respond within two hours. Yes. Respond within two hours. Only because, guys, being an, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm gonna, I mean, just, just let, look, we, we got to handle our business. We got to handle our business. And here's another update. For all of you who are thinking about applying for the Shuttered Venue Operations Grant, 
Uh, that grant was supposed to open up on April the 8th. However, the SBA did not open that grant up. So the portal is not open for any of you nonprofits or anyone who has a theater or a stadium or a place where entertainment is happening. Anyone in entertainment, any entertainers, any musicians, any dancers, anyone like that, you do qualify for the Shuttered Venue Operations Grant, but the grant has not opened yet. So we'll keep you informed and let you know when the SBA opens their portal. Also, I wanted to say, Rhonda, we are going on a radio show, a live morning show next, I mean, going on the morning show next week, right? We are! <laughs> okay, that means I gotta get up early in the morning again. All Pretty right. much. All right, so... You know I'm bad because you know you're going to call me before the, the, the day before to let me know. What day are we going? It's on Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. So people are going to talk to us live about our, talk to us about our business. Yes, we'll, we will be on this radio station live Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. discussing what it is that we do. What it is that we do and how we <laughs> help people. Well, Rhonda, until next month. Until next time, Las Vegas. It's been fantastic speaking with you today. We hope you have a great weekend. It's so pretty. Please go outside and go for yes! a walk. Get out of the house. Get out of your business. Go outside. Go for a walk. Get your exercise together. And I know we in Vegas. So I didn't cut my air on. I've cut my air I on, cut too. My air, my air conditioning is on. Air conditioning is on. Happy summer. Spring is here. Spring is here. And we're spring very happy. Here. Very happy. And we're so glad you could join us today for the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. I'm Rhonda Nolan. I am Leah Crawford. And thank you for being with us today. Have a fantastic weekend. You have been listening to a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you heard do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.